Today, we're going to talk about three major reasons why songwriters need to keep practicing their instruments. It's very easy once you get into songwriting to really concentrate just on songwriting and kind of forget about actually getting better and better at your instrument, but it's really important to keep working at how proficient you are with your instrument or instruments. We're going to talk about it right now. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of Songwriter Theory. Today, we are talking about why songwriters must, 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 must keep practicing their instruments. Before we dive in, I just want to remind you, I have a free guide, 10 Ways to Start Writing a Song. It's free at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. You can get the link in the description, whether you're listening via YouTube or podcast. Totally free. What's the purpose of this guide? Well, it's that it's really easy to get stuck in a rut as a songwriter where we always write songs the same way and then our songs start to sound the same or we start to run out of inspiration because we keep doing the same process, right? We keep doing, for example, what I think most people do, they get their guitar out, they start improvising like chord progressions and then go from there. Eventually that's a tank that will run out, especially if that's the only songwriting you do. Eventually all your songs are probably going to start to sound the same because you're doing the same thing over and over again. Right. And this, like when I write a song by sitting at with my guitar or even acoustic guitar versus electric guitar versus when I come over and I improvise a piano riff versus when I actually make up a bass line before I do anything else, like those songs tend to come out uh, pretty differently. And I think it's really a good thing to learn different ways to write songs so that you can get outside of your own creative box, right? It's still you. You're still a songwriter. It doesn't sound like it wasn't even written by the same person, right? But it helps to make it so that all your songs don't sound the same. So if you're interested in that, be sure to pick that up, songwritertheory.com slash free guide. But today we are talking about why we have to keep practicing our instruments as songwriters. And the first reason most intuitive reason, I think the most obvious reason, is that what we can write is somewhat capped by how well we can play, right? If, let's say there's 10 levels to being a pianist, right? If you are a level five pianist, you're not going to be able to write a level six piano part because you can't even play that part, right? So you're certainly not going to write it, especially because normally for us as songwriters, this is less true of composers, but for those of us that, that lean more towards songwriting, usually the heart of how we write music is improvisation, right? You go to your piano and you improvise until you find a riff you like. You go to your guitar and you solo or you mess around with different riffs or you mess around with different chord progressions. That's all improvisation, right? You're making up music on the spot until you find something that you like. And that's generally how songs begin, for us as songwriters. So, you know, you're not going to be able to write a song with this complex, amazing guitar part that you can't play, right? Because you're never going to be able to write that because you can't even play that. And that's not even getting into the, the other fact that, generally speaking, you can't improvise at the level that you can play. So if you are a level 10 pianist, you probably can only improvise at level 6, Right. Because the song that you can learn after practicing every day for an hour for a month. Right. So if you get this new Beethoven piece, that's pretty advanced 
and you practice every day and eventually you learn to play it, you are a skilled enough musician, you are a skilled enough pianist to play that part after all that practice, but you can't improvise at that level, right? That's why you needed to practice it so much, right? Now, if you could sight read the piece, right? If you could just sight read the piece, then maybe now, because generally speaking, again, like you probably can learn to play a piece much more advanced than the type of piece that you can sight read, right? Because if you can read and play it perfectly or, you know, close to perfectly just by reading it, that means that a song that you can take four weeks to learn, you probably can do something even more advanced. And in the same way, improvisation, right? If you can just make something up on the spot, that's that's going to be even more simple relative to what it takes for you to learn an advanced piece by practicing every day for four weeks, right? So the level that you can improvise at is not the same level that you can play pieces at. The hardest piece you've ever played, I guarantee you, you cannot improvise at that skill level. You just can't, which means you probably aren't going to write at that skill level, even though you can play at that skill level. So that's reason number one. Reason number two, it takes more skill to be able to do this live than in studio, right? In studio, you have multiple takes, right? In studio, you can record the acoustic guitar part or the electric guitar part or whatever part it is that's difficult separately from when you're singing, right? But you're, you, what you will actually do if you're a singer-songwriter or in a band when you go play live is you're going to play that acoustic guitar part while singing, right? And just like with the improvisation thing, you need, if you are a level six guitarist, you probably can't play a level six guitar part and sing at the same time live and do it well, right? If you're a level six guitarist, you can probably play a level four guitar part while singing live, right? And that's ignoring your singing skill for a moment, right? But the point is that what you can write, which usually you're writing one part at a time, right? So even if you are improvising on your guitar, you might be able to improvise something on your guitar much more advanced or maybe just rhythmically different, right? Because sometimes it's very hard to play a part that is rhythmically at odds with the vocal part and do both, right? Because now you have like two different rhythms sort of competing, right? So even if it's not a particularly hard part, there's this element of there's a whole skill level difference between, hey, I could improvise this or I could improvise something similar to this, and eventually I taught myself a more advanced version that I can play in studio, and then the next day I can record vocals. There's a big difference between that and being able to... So even if you're writing a song like that, right, now you need to level up your abilities in order to play that and sing at the same time, which is what you're going to need to do when you play live. right? So that's, that's reason number two, is live you don't have... The ability to A, edit your parts, B, play it until you get a good take, and C, most importantly, you're probably not going to just wear one hat at the same time, especially if you're a singer-songwriter. You're almost definitely going to be doing an instrument while singing, and it's hard to do advanced parts or what is advanced to you, right? A level six guitar for a level six guitarist is very hard to do while singing compared to if you level yourself to a level eight guitarist, doing level six guitar work while singing might not be too difficult. These levels are arbitrary, by the way, just to make a point, right? Like it's more intuitive, I think, when, it, when, I, when I 
give these arbitrary levels. Reason number three, maybe the most important one of all, and I've talked about this fairly recently, but I don't think it can be talked about too much. Musicianship is one of the three main pillars of your talent stack as a songwriter. So as a songwriter, if you really break it down, you are sort of three things. You are a musician, right? You are somebody who plays instruments and or sings, right? And that's usually where a lot of songwriters start, right? They are a guitarist. They are a singer. They are a pianist. They are a bass guitarist, whatever their instrument is. And then they say, oh, I I should learn to write now. Different skill sets, completely different skill sets. I I talked about this when I talked about why it is that great musicians are often really bad songwriters, because it's completely different skill sets, right? It's like the ability to act in a movie and the ability to write a good script are two very different things. The ability to have good camera work and to write a movie, write a script, are two very different skills, right? A director, in theory, could be not great at the camera thing and need cameramen to do that well, or camera people, whatever the term is, camera operator, I don't know what the term is. Let me know in the comments. But, um, you know, but really what meant, for example, Christopher Nolan, right? I can't not talk about Christopher Nolan. I don't give a rip how good he is with a camera. He probably doesn't even touch the cameras most of the time now. I, th- I think he still does, but he doesn't have to, right? And nobody cares about that. The point is he writes good stuff. That has nothing to do with his camera skills. I don't care. He could be terrible with the camera. Doesn't matter to me anymore because somebody else is running the cameras for him. He's writing the movie. Totally different skill set. Just like the person who is operating the camera might be better than Christopher Nolan at running the camera, but it's a totally different skill set than being able to write the movie. Just like the actor who can act the movie well, it's a very different skill set from writing the movie. So that was sort of what I talked about. Feel free to go check that video and or podcast out. Is probably from, I don't know, two months ago or so. But as a songwriter, your talent stack definitely has these three things. Musician. Poet. And composer. Those three things. Because you're composing music. You're writing lyrics, which is really poetry. Which those two things are not even remotely connected, right? You can write great music and terrible lyrics, right? There's a reason that lots of famous songwriters, like I think Barry Manilow fits into this, um, uh, uh, Rocket Man. Why am I blanking on his name? Wow, that's really sad. Come on. Come on. Really? You should be judging me for this right now. This is sad. But anyway, like, wow, Elton John. There we go. Um, Elton John is another example. Like they both, I think, wrote the music to a lot of their songs, but they didn't write the lyrics. Why is that? Well, probably because they weren't very good lyricists, but they were good at writing music. And that those are two totally different skill sets. They really are. So that's already two skill sets. And the third one is your ability to actually play the instrument, to actually sing the song, right? So your talent stack, the three things that help like come together to make you good at what you do Your musicianship, your ability to compose music, and your ability to write lyrics, a.k.a. poetry. Those three skills are all coming together here. Now, I'd argue the other two are more important than this musicianship one, if you are at least an above-average musician, right? Generally depends on the music you write. If you're writing really advanced music, then your musicianship 
level needs to be higher, right? In the same way that for most of us, for example, we don't need to be good dancers to be good singer-songwriters. But you know what? Some pop stars like Beyonce need to be good dancers because that's a part of their act, right? It's a core part of Beyonce is the dancing, right? Like if Beyonce just stood there with a mic and sang the whole, like that's that's not Beyonce anymore, right? It's not Ariana Grande or whatever. Like a part of their thing is all the dancers and the big popping, popping circumstance stuff, right? So for them, add dancing to the talent stack and then take away all the writing stuff and musicianship outside of the ability to sing, right? Their talent stack's different. But for most of us as singer-songwriters, this, this is our core talent stack, is these three things. And you want to be better at your overall craft, right? It's the same thing I talk about when I talk about why you need to learn basic music theory, right? I have the free guide on the four pillars of music theory that every songwriter needs to know, which are keys, intervals, chords and chord progressions, right? Every songwriter needs to understand those. They're they're basic. And if you're not willing to learn even that, you have no business being a songwriter, right? Like if you're so lazy about your craft that you refuse to practice your instrument, then I don't think you have any business being a songwriter, right? You, You should be taking this craft seriously enough that you work on your craft. And a part of working on your craft is working on the talent stack that builds up to make you a singer-songwriter. And one of those things is your musicianship. So that might be taking voice lessons. That might be, you know, in the car instead of listening to podcasts. You turn the podcast off, even if it's mine, right? You turn it off. And on your way to work that day, do some vocal warm-ups, right? Maybe you try to sing along with a song and try to match your voice to the lead singers to see if you can capture their tone start to sort of design your own voice, right? Because to some extent, all voices are put on and we sort of make up our voices by take, p- picking and choosing the things we like about other people's voices, adding it to our own. There's certain things about our voice we can't really change, right? If you're a tenor versus a bass versus a baritone, like those are, there's going to be different sound qualities there, right? And you can't change that and you should stay true to you, but we do somewhat design our voices based off of some of the voices that we enjoy and we sing along with. Um, So, you know, take the time, work on guitar skills, right? Do some scales, right? I've, I've, I've concentrated recently for piano because I realized I was like, I, I, for some reason I was really good at sharp scales and improvising in sharp keys. And now I often write in flat keys And I'm weaker at improvising and knowing the flat keys. And I don't know why that is. Um, I think because with piano lessons, more of the stuff was in sharp keys or something. I I don't really know what the reason was. But uh, because I noticed that, I'm addressing that weakness, right? So this is that other part that I want to encourage you towards, which is, look, you got to be intentional about it too. Not like I I had a whole, whole podcast episode on playing is not practicing. And that's true, right? You playing your song over and over is different than practicing. Practicing is zoning in on the things that you really need to improve on, right? So I'm zoning in on flat keys, right? I'm, I'm zoning in on improvising in flat keys and knowing the scales really well. And by knowing, I don't mean head knowledge because I have head knowledge of what flats are in what keys, but I, the finger knowledge, right? To just sort of, you know, because I can just improvise in E major easily without thinking about it. But I found myself in a position a few months back where, like, if you told me improvise an E flat major, I'd be like, oh, I have to think about it. Right now, though, because I've been addressing it specifically, I can now do that. So it's really, really important to be intentional, too, about how you practice, because not all practice is created equal. If you just do scales every day, like that's 
why, right? If you already know your scales really well, move on to something else. That's not to say to abandon your scales, right? But you have to be intentional about the things that you want to get better at with the piano. Maybe it's finding a new way to do rhythm in your left hand, right? Whatever that is, be intentional about it. So let me know in the comments which one of these three reasons speak to you the most. Um, is it what you can write is somewhat capped by what you can play? Is it that it takes more skill to be able to perform something live than to be able to do something in the studio? Or is it that last concept of, hey, musicianship is one of the three main pillars of your talent stack that's important as a singer songwriter which of those speaks to you the most let me know in the comments down below or if you are listening via podcast go to itunes leave me a, re a review and in your uh, review let me know the answer to that question i would appreciate that greatly thank you as always for listening and i will talk to you next time mm -hmm.